Welcome to New Source One Michiana. You're listening with Sylvia, who is New Source One Michiana director as well as anchor of Michiana 101. Today, you will hear about 
life lessons as well as some fantastic fall events that are coming up in and around the area. Today we will highlight Guatemala as our Hispanic Heritage Month as Hispanic Heritage Month is coming to an end with the next week and a half. Hope you got a chance to enjoy some of the Hispanic music from Guatemala. Hope you got a chance to listen in on the big debate that's happening currently. It was in District 2 in Indiana. We pray for all candidates that they will be the best that they can be for us all. Take care and have a wonderful night. Today's devotional is brought to you by a message that I heard from our featured musicians for tomorrow, for all generations. As I was scrolling through their Facebook page, I came across a video that they did, one of the musicians did, and in the background, it was playing Sea of Victory. With that song, there is victory in seeing Jesus every day. We all are anticipating his return, and most of us are anticipating when we will enter the glory land and see all of our family and friends and pets and whoever we love who has passed away and gone before us. Sometimes we fall short and we just want to give up. But if we keep our heads up and keep trucking on through, we're going to reach the prairie gates and our name's going to be in that book. But some of us are not quite ready to reach the gates yet. And that's okay too. For those of you who are not ready to reach them gates, I pray that you continue to see Jesus and continue to see what a blessing he is. That you will see a victory within his life, in your life, and through everybody around you. We often, as people who are Sure, we are going to the pearly gates and we're going to be in heaven. We often fall short of God's glory. And we don't know where to turn to. But we have to remember, we're going to see a victory when he comes and calls us all home. And what day of rejoicing that will be. Sometimes, we as Christians do fall short and we forget that Jesus is coming. And then there's the non-believers who know Jesus, but they wait until it's too late or the last they're alive and they accept Jesus into their life. That will be a victory for them. It will be a victory when we all get to heaven and see Jesus. Sometimes we got to take time to set aside time for God and time for ourselves as we go through our daily living. We need to hold on to the truth that it's coming. There's victory in Jesus, and we are going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to the Lord. Every battle we face belongs to the Lord. So if you're struggling, whether it's in spiritual needs, maybe it's emotional, maybe it's physical, mentally, maybe it's spiritual. Did I always say that? And you need somebody to walk beside you. Find somebody who has been on that path for a while now. And let them walk beside you. For we're all going to see a victory. In the name of Jesus. Amen.
feels like the world is overwhelming you, or there's so much going on, and you just can't seem to get it all straight because just your brain and your life and your just everything is going in five or six different directions at once. I just wanted to encourage you. I felt like that lately, but when it all snaps into place, it's gonna be good. Sometimes. Right on the other side of your biggest battle is your greatest victory. So hang in there, keep fighting, and trust in God. Keep the faith, and you'll see victory. If you had $86,400 and someone stole $60, would you throw away $86,340 for revenge or move on and live? Each of us have 86,400 seconds every day. Don't let someone's negative 60 seconds ruin the remaining 86,340 minutes seconds. Life is bigger than that, and so are you. This is entitled through by Yuli K. You can grow up in chaos and become someone who creates peace. You can grow up being hurt and become someone who looked tenderly after the wounds of others. You can grow up being taught to turn bitter from all the wretched things they did to you and become someone who learns to forgive and move onward and upward and forward. You can grow up around anger and become a gentle spirit. You can grow up surrounded by artificial love and come to know how to recognize real love. Your history does not determine whether or not you have the ability to become a decent human being. In fact, it can slur you on, on, on to break the cycle. You have become who you are today because you chose the future over your past, because you dug through rather than walked around, and because you needed to be the very thing that's absent in your life. This lesson is brought to you by Nina 
Nia Hoffman, and she said, A wish for the week ahead. May you remember that the world is only sorrow and fear and weariness, though it often feels that way. May you protect your peace and happiness, calmly but firmly. And may no fools arise to test you. May you forward ahead with coffee, clarity, and determination. Did you know that Guatemala is a country in Central America? They are dominant of Indian culture with interior upland disguises Guatemala from its Central American neighbors. The origin of Guatemala is, is Indian, but its derivation and meaning are undetermined. The capital of Guatemala is Guatemala City with the with approximately 15,998,000 people. And their official language is Spanish. Guatemala had gained independence from Spain in the 1820s. Starting in 1954, Guatemala's government faced affordable oppression that sparked civil war that lasted approximately 36 years until peace accords were signed in 1996. Guatemala is bordered to the north and west of Mexico, to the northeast by Belize, by the Gulf of Honduras, to the east of Honduras, to the southeast by El Salvador, and to the south by the Pacific Ocean. There is a little information about Guatemala and what Guatemala does. Here in a few, you will hear the natural anthem of Guatemala, what that looks like. Their dominant religion is Roman Catholicism, and the Maya, often heavily infused with beliefs of pre-Columbian origin. From the mid-20th century, there has been a surge of conversations to conversions to evangelical Palestinianism. 
particularly among the poor. Protestants account for about two-fifths of the population, one of the highest corporations in Latin America. The most important Roman Catholic shrine in Central America is the Black Christ of Euphilacus, 1595. For today's Hispanic Heritage Month, we will be looking at Guatemala. You may hear some Guatemala music and what that looks like. Take care and have a wonderful day.
Looking for ways you can give back to the community? Well, here is something just for you. On Saturday, October 8th, Dem Spencer Boys Sweet Lemonade presents a give back for the homeless, and that will take place from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at 1108 Benham Avenue in Elkhart, Indiana. To volunteer and or to make a donation, you can contact Ashley Spencer at 574-338-338. 2366. And she's asked everyone to come out and enjoy some free coffee, donuts, and pizza while getting items you can use for the winter. They will have available gently used clothes, coats, shoes, boots, personal hygiene, hygiene ad, ad items. And this will be a first come, first serve basis. Take care. Are you looking for ways you can hop out this Christmas? Well, you can join the Elkhart Salvation Army in the 2022 Red Ribbon Basket Campaign. For more information, you can call 574-970-0088. You can send a basket out at 300 North Main Street from 8.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. and also from 1 to 3 p.m. The baskets will be dropped off and returned on December 12th from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the National Guard Armory located at 2313 Oakland Avenue. Here are some of the baskets, some of the stuff they would like to have in the baskets. Laundry detergent, toilet paper, shampoo and conditioner, feminine hygiene products, first aid products such as Band-Aids, Neesporin, Ibuprofen, Chlorine Bleach, Dish soap, paper towels, toothbrush, and toothpaste, bath soap, de deodorant, vinegar, and bathroom cleaner. And also, be on the lookout to register to ring for the bell ringing season. Take care and have a wonderful day.
looking for ways to volunteer. Here is another volunteering opportunity for you in the family. The Elkhart Environmental Center is looking for people to help make a milk jug ghost. And this will happen on Saturday, October 15th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. All of the supplies will be provided as well as some tasty snacks and cider. Raise my head and set myself in the eye of a storm in the belly of a well. My spirit stood on solid ground. I'll be at peace when they lay me down. When I was a child, I cried until my knees were satisfied. My needs have grown up pound for pound. I'll be at peace when they lay me down. When they lay me down someday, my soul will rise and fly away. This old world. 
Is another fall fun opportunity. This is presented by the Elkhart FFA group and this will happen October 15th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. and also from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. and it will be located at a cell farm located at 51242 Ash Road in Granger, Indiana. And they will have a fun-filled day of hay rides, corn mazes, haunted woods. You can also see animals, bounce houses, food vendors, and more. Some of the prices for the small corn maze, it will cost $3. To do the large corn maze, it will cost $6. The haunted woods would cost $5. The hay rides are $3. And the, the free face painting, bounce house, and a movie. Some of the vendors that will be represented there are Nussle's Chicken, Kona Ice, Elephant Ears, and Taco Nacho. From 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., this event is for all ages. It will be the small corn maze, the bounce house, hay rides, games, and face painting. And you can come back later from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for anybody 13 and up. And they will have the haunted woods, the large corn maze available, the small corn maze, and some Halloween movies. Come out and support the Elkhart FFA. The students have worked very hard to put this all together, and it will be a fun time for everybody. Coming up, another trunk or treat. This time, it is being put on by St. Paul's United Methodist Church. And they are located at 405 West Beardsley Avenue in Elkhart, Indiana. And this will take place on Saturday, October 29th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Hope you get a chance to stop by St. Paul's and participate in their trunk or treat. Looking for another fun opportunity for this fall? You can head over to... Boys and Girls Club in Napanee. And they are located at 900 East Centennial Street in Napanee, Indiana. 
And this will take place on Monday, October 10th from 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. You can bring the whole family, enjoy time together with laughing, doing a minute to win it games, our projects, eye wall games, and so much more. And dinner will be provided. You can register at the Boys and Girls of Elkhart County's website. And you, in your questions, you can contact Krista Yoder, the source Elkhart County at 574-533-1234. Or you can hit her email at krista.yoder at oakland.org. And this is hosted by Oakland. Hope you enjoy some of the fun activities that's happening at the Boys and Girls Club of Napanee. Hey, Plymouth people and families. Here is a fun event just for you. You can attend the second annual Trick or Treat Trails on October 29th. And that is located at 5203 Plymouth La Trail in Plymouth, Indiana. You can trick or treat from 5 to 7 p.m. There will also be free, free hay rides from 5 to 7 p.m. And there will be a costume contest immediately following at Swan Lake Chop House. Hope you enjoy some of the trick or treats happening in or around your local area. Come on down to the Trunk or Treat Family Fall Festival happening on Saturday, October 15th from 5 to 7 p.m. at the South Gate Crossing. That's located at 27751 County Road 26 in Elkhart, Indiana. You can also give them a call at 574-221-1999. And this is a free event. Hope you enjoy Another family fall festival, trunk or treat style. Tell me something good. Do you want to hear something good that's happening within the school systems? Here is just that. South Bend's Harris Elementary School received a $20,000 donation from Dick's Sporting Goods Foundation Sports Matter Program. The school is the first in the Northwest Indiana to receive the competitive grant. The grant money will help bring more sports to the west side of South Bend. Previously, the school was only able to support two sports, said Principal Carla Lee. With this donation, the athletic program can expand to include activities like basketball, cross country, and cheerleading, among a number of other sports. Students will also not have to pay to participate in extracurricular sport and will be provided the necessary equipment to play. Lee believes bringing in additional sports will create avenues for students and families in the Harrison community to connect. The Sports Matter program was established in 2014 by Dix and the Dix Sporting Goods Foundation. Since then, the program has donated more than $150 million to support young athletes across the country. A special check presentation ceremony will be held at Harrison at 1.30 p.m. on October 11th. Way to go, Harrison Elementary School in South Bend. Hey, 
first from Paul Sturry. Paul, you have one minute for an opening statement. Well, thank you, Dr. Benyon, and all the TV stations and the radio stations. Thanks for this opportunity to debate and introducing uh, District 2 to the candidates. And I'm a, I'm a son of a pig farmer and a home health care worker. The Church of the Brethren, where I was raised, taught me the golden rule, do unto others as you want them to do unto you. And then Jesus' com second commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. These are commands I'm going to take to Congress with me. I've been an educator all my life, so I'd like to raise up my teachers. I'd like to raise up teachers, which will enhance the future. I've been a worker all my life, so I'd like to raise up workers, the foundation of America. I've been an environmental educator all my life, so I'd like to pass on to kids clean soil, clean water, clean air for our future and our children's future. I care about health and freedom. I'm a Hoosier that insists that women have control of the, over their own bodies. As my church taught me to care for my neighbor as myself, I believe in health care for all, including mental health care. I am Paul for all. This campaign is for all Hoosiers, everyone, not just some. Paul, thank you. We will now hear from William Henry. Will, you have one minute to make an opening statement. Thank you. My name is William Henry. I'm a father. I'm a U.S. Army veteran. I'm a volunteer. I'm an advocate, a researcher, and an organizational leader here in the state of Indiana. I want to use my skills and knowledge I've gained to continue serving Hoosiers. I want to protect liberty. I earned the Bronze Star for my journalism work in the U.S. military and later worked state-level and federal-level communications and administration. I understand how organizational and governmental structures work from local to federal levels. I can build alliances and gain support to resolve nonpartisan issues from all sides. I've helped expose government fraud, waste, and abuse here in Indiana. I've helped show the public how state employees misspent tax dollars here donated, and donated money for veterans. I ran in 2020 as a lieutenant governor candidate alongside Donald Rainwater for the Libertarian ticket, where we received nearly 11.5% of the votes statewide. I worked in a major laboratory after the 2020 elections, and during the height of the pandemic and vaccine trials, I learned and participated in the emergency vaccine specimen and analytical process. I want to bring these skills to Washington, D.C. Mr. Henry, thank you very much. And now we will go to our questions from candidates. And uh, for that, we will turn it over to our colleague, John Paul. Terry, thank you. Inflation is at a 40-year high. How did we get here, Paul? This question is for you. And what can the government do about it? Well, the Inflation Reduction Act is actually working on that, but that's a long-term idea. And so we have to be patient with that. Inflation is something that's global, and if you look at all the percentages of all the countries around the world, we're very similar to everyone. And what can we do? We can, uh, as citizens, purchase more, but also as a, a government, just continually uh, incentivize and actually get uh, new businesses growing so then we can help them blossom and then people can start purchasing because the best way of limiting and stopping inflation is by purchase power. Well, same question. 
Um, I want to combat budget increases. Uh, our administrations are out of control at this point, and they need to be told no. Uh, justification definitely needs to be met. Um, we, we've got to demand agencies tighten up on their administrations and start giving the best service to their customers who employ them. That's us, the American people. I believe our government is receiving too much at this point and needs to be limited. There's a lot of fat that can be trimmed. Every agency is an investment of the American people, and if an agency or program is seen as depreciating in value and no longer cost-effective, the people have the liberty to lower the funding and close that investment down. Since 1913, the Federal Reserve has continuously depreciated the value of the American dollar through inflation, and we should have known there was a real problem only 20 years later in 1933 when President Roosevelt, by executive order, forbid hoarding of gold and silver and demanded those to be returned to the United States. We can't continue to operate our country on red and blue, dumb and dumber IOUs. We've got a suitcase full of IOUs right now that are doing us no good. All right, sir, thank you very much. Our next, <clears throat> excuse me, our next question will go to William Henry as well. It is also on the economy and the cost of housing that keeps on jumping. Uh, both mortgage rates and rent going up these days. Should the government, do you think, be involved in a solution? And if so, what should that look like? Uh, William Henry, let's start with you. Um, the government needs to be involved as little as possible when it comes to just about everything that we're doing. Outside of administrative and oversight uh, things, the government shouldn't be um, really telling us what we can and can't do with our own property, uh, what charges and, and types of things that, that people can negotiate on their own in these housing prices. Um, the, I believe in a free market, and the market will resolve itself, and it will uh, balance itself without interruption from the government. Thank you, Mr. Henry. Uh, Paul Sturry, your take on rising rent. Well, I work with a lot of uh, low-income people, and so we really need to address this situation primarily for them. Um, yes, we have some housing shortages, and we need to really invest in the building of apartment complexes for low income and make sure that we care for everyone and not just for some. And so. In regards to uh, housing, it's primarily shortages. It's the reason why the money's uh, the the prices are so high. Do you e either of you think? Sorry, go ahead, Terry. Oh, that's okay. Uh, speaking of shortages, uh, uh, how do we deal with this country's worker shortage? How long can our economy sustain such a shortage of labor, or is this? Get used to it. This is a new normal. Uh, Will? You have been listening to part of Be the Podium. Uh, Paul, excuse me, Paul. Part of Be the Podium on WSBT. For more information or to listen in on the whole district debate, you can head over to WSBT and look under Indiana 2nd District Congressional Debate happening now with candidate Paul Sterney and William Henry. Voting is coming up in November. Do your part and vote if you are able. What's good in Michigan? Well, how about a nonprofit announcing a new and interactive mural? Yeah, it's being painted by a famous and iconic painter. Kelsey Montague is bringing her What Lifts You Wings mural to Niles. The mural will be unique to the city and have several hidden images painted in it. The nonprofit group Remarkable Inc. is responsible for bringing Kelsey's art to Niles.
Remarkable Inc. commissioned this piece, and I'm super excited to be here. It's my first time in Niles, Michigan, um, and I really worked close with their team on figuring something that would be a great addition to the community here and something that people would love. Now, this is the first project for Remarkable Inc. The nonprofit is focused on projects that can help improve life in Michigan. You can see the mural for yourself on the side of 218 Front Street. What else is good? Happening now, it is World Teachers Day. It's a time to celebrate the hard work and dedication of the teachers in our community. And it's a sad reality that teachers often spend money from their own pockets, sometimes thousands of dollars, to purchase supplies for their classrooms. That's why the Elkhart Education Foundation's Schoolhouse Supply Store exists. The store provides classroom supplies and personal hygiene products free of charge for Elkhart teachers and staff. But right now, some of their shelves are empty. We have a need for composition notebooks. We need pencils. We need pens. Also, this time of year, because of the fact that, you know, we're approaching cold and flu season, they badly need Kleenex and paper towels. Now, if you'd like to purchase items for the schoolhouse supply store, you can visit ElkhartEdFoundation.org. They have an Amazon wish list with all of the items they urgently need. Well, coming up, if you...
Heritage Month, and La Casa de Amistad is gearing up for its second-ever Dia del Mercados, or Market Day. It's a day for Latino-owned businesses to get a little more exposure and interaction with the local community. ABC 57's Emily Arnold is live at La Casa de Amistad now with all the details about the organization and its event this weekend. Emily, good morning. Good morning, Summer. The event is taking place during Hispanic Heritage Month, and it's all going to go down right here in the parking lot at La Casa de Amistad this Saturday afternoon. La Casa de Amistad is a nonprofit organization that started in 1973 as a youth outreach program. It now functions as a community and youth center, offering services to not only teens, but also adults, immigrants, and seasonal workers. This Saturday is its second Dia del Mercado, or Market Day. It's an afternoon dedicated to the promotion of Latino entrepreneurship. 30 Latino-owned businesses will be on site to showcase their goods and services, along with two different Mexican food vendors selling food and drinks. Dia del Mercado is to help and empower Latino businesses. We will have face painting for the kids, free haircuts from Expresiones Beauty School. We also have food from La Fonda de la Miami and El Taco Express. And we will have DJ Dolphin um, running the music. And still ahead on ABC 57 News at 830, I'll tell you some more about Hispanic Heritage Month and what you can expect if you plan on coming out this weekend. For now, live in South Bend, Emily Arnold, ABC 57. We're back with new details as a literacy rally was held today at Darden Elementary. And it was more like a pep rally. You just heard it with not just one Notre Dame leprechaun. But two, students got to engage with author and former Notre Dame leprechaun Mike Brown. Brown wrote Leprechaun's Game Day. It's a story about the magic of a Notre Dame game day. He read to the students and also taught them about writing their very own stories. I live here uh, near Notre Dame, and so I really wanted the book to at minimum reach uh, people in the local Notre Dame community. And so I had different ideas of trying to uh, collaborate with different schools in the area, do visits, uh, book readings. Brown also talked about another book he wrote called Little Netta's Gift, which is a story about his cousin. Leprechaun's Game Day was printed a couple weeks ago and is available for purchase. And coming up, Matt has your first alert forecast when we... Joining us now to discuss how the local job market here in Michiana is doing right now is LeVon Johnson, president and CEO of the Greater Elkhart Area Chamber of Commerce. Thank you for taking the time. We appreciate it. I appreciate coming on with you every time, Brian. What's going on right now in Elkhart County with the overall job market? Are companies still struggling to hire as much as they have been for the past year or so? What are you seeing on the streets? Yeah, you know, I, I think what you're seeing now is some of the uh, markets, some of the business sectors uh, begin to normalize or slow down in some people's eyes. Uh, the opportunity for um, other business sectors to compete for uh, employees that are out there, um, that's becoming more fruitful, more opportunities. Um, and so we're not seeing quite as many job openings as we were seeing before, and those that work are open, we're starting to see those fill, um, particularly outside of the RV industry. Yeah, Elkhart County has had one of the lowest uh, unemployment rates in the country for quite some time. What about the RV industry? You just mentioned it. Uh, are some, some companies there are laying workers off right now. We don't think that's widespread in the RV industry, but how are they doing employee-wise right now, in your opinion? 
Yeah, again, I think they're hiring less than they were before. That doesn't mean necessarily that they've cut workers. Obviously, we've seen some of that, but uh, they're getting back to what we would consider normal in the RV industry. Uh, they're coming off of two record years. Uh, they knew that that was a very fast uh, pace, um, and that was not necessarily going to be uh, the future of the RV industry, building out 600,000 units in a given year. Um, as they start to get back down into that 400,000 uh, units uh, a year pace, um, uh, you are seeing, seeing some things that are uh, adjustments, um, number of work days, number of hours, uh, sort of adjustments that are happening. And, and what that has done in the job market, the labor market, um, has allowed other industries, other business sectors to start to catch up and, and uh, grab some of those folks that may have been looking to go to work in the RV industry. Uh, nationally, the federal government just reported this week the U.S. economy lost a total of 1.1 million open jobs nationwide in August, down to about 10 million job openings. Uh, that's the most in two and a half years, uh, the biggest drop anyway. Is that a sign, in your opinion, that higher interest rates and inflation are having an impact on hiring? And are you seeing that trend locally as well? Yeah, I think what we have a tendency to do is to look at these things in isolation, and obviously I don't think they necessarily work that way when we look at a uh, number of job openings and, and job openings that have dropped. Those were jobs, uh, more than likely a lot of them, that hadn't been filled, so they've been pulled out of the market um, as things begin to uh, begin to adjust to our current economic situation. I think we need a little bit longer to see how big of a trend um, some of these things are going to be and uh, see if some of the uh, outside economic factors, uh, what their continued impact in uh, our local economies look like. We shall see. A lot of people talking recession, interest rates keep going up, inflation. Thank you very much, LeVon Johnson, President and CEO at the Elkhart Chamber. We appreciate your time and expertise, sir.
Dios sabe cómo alcanzarte, solo Dios sabe tu valor, existe un amor solo de Dios. Hope you have enjoyed listening to Michiana one on one. As we have had a lot of community events that are happening, you have heard preview from Royal Light's featured artist for all generations. We hope that you are blessed by the music and you got to learn a little bit more about what Guatemala is. We pray for all the students and staff and everyone across the nations as they are gearing up towards whatever circumstances facing. We also encourage everybody to think about the upcoming voting session. Hope you got a chance to tune in to District 2 debate online and got a chance to know a little bit more about who the candidates are. Take care and have a wonderful week.